welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, episode 159, why it is so important for you to shine. I'm pumped about this episode, y'all. Um, I decided to do another solo cast. I I know that I'm doing the, right now, if you're listening to this, you're probably also listening to the Law of Attraction series that I'm currently running on the 15-minute fill-up episodes. And um, I've been taking a break from interviewing guests for a moment because I've I've really wanted to come to you guys and kind of just, I just want to pour my heart out all over the place. <laughs> I'm feeling real passionate. And also um, messaging is just coming through so much. And so I just want to take some opportunity to come to you. I'm in the middle of writing my next book, Alchemizing Judgment, A Guide Back to Love. And so these messages are just pouring out one after the other. And I have no doubt that it's in complete alignment with where we are in humanity as far as our call to be great, our call to shine, our call to radiate, our call to walk each other home into enlightenment and to truth and to the light and to what to God, I like to say. Um, not I like to say, a lot of people like to say that, but you know, whatever your higher power is. And and that is to me, as I explain in the book Alchemizing Judgment, is back to love, right? I believe that all of our higher powers that we refer to are an expression of like a a humanized expression of unconditional everlasting love. And so I just want to talk to you about that today because it is so important that you shine. And I got to tell you guys, I have this really cool job where that's all that I do all day is either shine myself or help others shine. And I wanted to talk a lot about that because many of the book, um, well, many of the books I've written and then many of the podcasts that I've recorded are often about like healing and recovery and, um, you know, productivity, inner child work, like the, like the range is so wide. And if you haven't like listened to all of them, they, I, I really enjoy the search by title series and you can scroll up and down that thing and look for a title that really serves where you are right now. I do my best to name them per what the topic is, obviously, but so that you you can self-select the episode based on where you are in your life and what maybe what breakdown you might be in or what breakthrough you're trying to cause. So really powerful to take advantage of that. And this, I want to talk about the fact that when we are in the healing and recovery phase, it's really hard to focus on shining and radiating and expanding. However, it's very important. And when we're in the healing and recovery and restoration phase, we can't even imagine what's available on the other side of that phase. And oftentimes we really are in such survival mode that it's just about surviving. It's just about the bare minimum. We're still stuck in an and or mentality. Like an and or mentality means that you have to make a sacrifice. Um, You have to make a decision on what you get, not the idea that you can have it all. And so the and or will definitely cut you off and limit your possibility, but I'm inviting you into a both and mentality. Yes, and, sure, and, I'd love both, I can have it all. Truly believing and allowing that you can have it all because when you're outside, like when you rise up above the survival 
and the hurt or the harm or the trauma and the surviving and the all of it, whew, I'm I'm being I can feel myself being repetitive. And I choose to be that way because it's, I really want to lay it in thick as we get so like, can you feel the swirling of it? Can you feel the repetition of it? It's like, we just insist that life sucks sometimes, or it burns me up to hear like life sucks and then you die, or you pay bills and then you die. Like that's not what this is about. That's not what this is for. And I'll actually extend that that concept um, to the Buddhist belief that the Buddhists actually believe that life is suffering. And then there's the concept of samadhi, which is the mastery of the mind. And so they believe which I too, in a sense, believe like that's what we talk about with like, that's the hand you're dealt or uh, life sucks and then you die is there's every which reason in the world to engage with the negative thoughts or the negative happenings, uh, the way people are and be, uh, the way things turn out, the, how tough some of these things can really seem, right? You can totally choose to engage with that your entire life and then die, never having enjoyed much of any of it. Or you can get out of that. And you can get out of it before you're on your deathbed, before you have a lifetime worth of regrets. I work with people constantly, day in and day out. And sometimes it takes some really direct communication to say, you're wrong. You are wrong and you insist to be right about how sucky life is. Stop it. It doesn't serve you. You're allowed to be right about that for as long as you'd like to be, but it does not serve you and it does not serve humanity and it doesn't serve the people around you. I want to talk about why this is so important to shine because if you're insisting that it sucks, you're going to stay sucky and you're going to be an energy suck on the people around you. And that is not being a contributing member to society and the world and humanity. And so I want to encourage you and talk to you about why it's so important because I don't know, you know, it's been, it happens all the time and it feels good every time, but I have a couple clients going through some really amazing breakthroughs that are front of mind for me right now as I speak to you. And, and they're just waking up to the fact that like, when I care for myself, I can do anything. Things don't bother me. I don't spend all my thoughts on negative things or react so much. If I, if I invest in myself, if I take care of myself, if I show up to places on time, if I complete my list, uh, I don't procrastinate, I don't um, self-sabotage, I feel freaking great and I can take on anything. And oh, man... Once you practice that, what, what's there, what's available is so much self-love. And from the concept of self-love, you start to get looser. You have the freedom you've always wanted because freedom doesn't come from money. It doesn't come from more time. All those things that we think we need to feel free are not the thing. It's to set yourself mentally free from all the things you used to spend all of your thought and energy and time on. When you take those things back, you can have your life back. And when you have your life back, you get your light back. And then you can let your light shine. I found it kind of funny because before recording this episode, I realized... Um, 
I have a 15 minute fill up specific to this conversation, which I'd love to encourage you to go listen to. It's the first 15 minute fill up I ever introduced. Oh, it says start your week unleashed episode number three. And, um, I talk about people being afraid to shine too bright. Now this happens with people And it certainly happened with me, it's happened with my colleagues, is we're afraid to put our brilliance on display for fear of it being rejected or fear of seeming pretentious or or then incompetent, any of the things. We're definitely all afraid of judgment in our own way, in our own right. And it usually stems from our own unique and special flavor of trauma. So we all have that. And uh, you are doing yourself a disservice to act or feel special about... um, people not understanding that fear. And so I encourage you to do whatever you need to do to give that up so that you can shine. Because the biggest piece of passion I wanted to send in this episode is that when you realize it's important for you to shine because it gives other people permission to shine. I can't tell you over the course of the four years that I've specifically focused on this work, and living unleashed, that people message me and say, I started my podcast because of you. I started writing my first book because of you. I went on that date after divorce because of you. Thank you. Thank you for being a freaking mess and being okay with sharing it with us. It may, I chose sobriety because of you. I chose celibacy because of you. And like, I, I, I'm excited and, and that makes me feel good and validated and all the things and it's fun. However, what I know is that when someone thinks they've done something because of me, it's because what I'm doing resonates with their soul. And so when you do what resonates with your soul, it will resonate with someone else's soul. And often... When you awaken someone else's soul in the way that I'm referencing, they are actually being controlled by their ego. And they're likely in a headlock with their ego or from their ego. They can't get out. They can't find a way. They're probably feeling really limited, uh, have a lot of disempowering negative dialogue within and that inner critic just chatters all day long. And so they're stuck. And by way of you shining your light, by you radiating, then other people get to see and choose that too. Another piece that's really important about this, because my client was sharing with me today, and it's pretty rad, is she's like, oh God, I love all this stuff. I love it so much. And I'm feeling so excited. And I, you know, but I want to be careful not to shove it down someone else's throat. Like I'm loving my transformation. And I think this is so important. And I'll tell you what, guys, when I first started transformation, this was right after divorce and it was back in Chicago. I'm from Indiana. I was going through this whole year of transformation and it was opening up my world. I was experiencing the freedom available from shedding your weight of your emotional baggage. And so I was completing things in my life. I was closing chapters. I was crying a lot. I was healing. Like that work I was talking about in the beginning of this episode, that was all going on for me. And the more of that that I did, the lighter my heart became, the more space my soul had to dance on display. It was freaking beautiful. And I couldn't shut up. I couldn't shut up about transformation. 
I wanted to share it. I still like here I am on a freaking podcast telling you about how cool transformation is. I won't stop. <laughs> I love it so much. And my client today, she's like, this is so great, but I don't want to force feed it to anybody. I don't want to force or like tell somebody what's good for them. And I said, you know what? I totally respect that. And I get it. And the truth about it is because I got my feelings hurt a lot when I was so excited about transformation and I told everybody about it. And I said, you know, you don't understand. You got to try this. You got to do this call. You got to go to this thing. And some people weren't having it. They didn't want it. They, and, and they would complain to me about their lives. And I, I knew what could help them out of it. And it's the most difficult thing. I had the hardest time, man. Oh my God, guys, I'm so passionate. (laughs) I'm so (laughs) bad. I might have to take a breather from recording, but I really just want to keep putting it in the microphone for you because this is what's, this is truly what's available on the other side of um, facing everything that haunts you or, or letting go of trauma and resentment and anger and hatred. And does it come back in waves? Of course, but you are so empowered to live unleashed. Oh my God. And so I'm telling everybody in my life about this stuff and, and my friends would complain about their life and I would know what would serve them. And then, and they didn't want it or they didn't choose it, or they were very indirect about, "Eh, that's not for me, you know? And so I had to learn to be okay with with people not wanting this work. And I would get real upset about that. I would almost like to the point of being offended because I had made it my identity at this point. Like I I really embodied and uh, internalized transformation in the way that I think that it's for everybody truly. And that when people didn't want it at that point in my own life and business, I thought them saying no to transformation was saying no to me. And I still wasn't like strong enough or powerful enough in my I, my own self-identity that that didn't hurt my feelings. And so what I was sharing with my client today, who's um, a little bit newer to transformation, I said, you don't get to pick when people are ready. You do not get to choose that. All you can do is shine. You have to shine. You guys tune into this podcast because I allow myself to shine. I allow myself to be on display as fully as I can. And every episode, I am more unleashed. I listen back to some and I'm like, wow, those are freaking brilliant. And I know myself even more than then. Like, I think I know myself now. I can't imagine what episode 300 is going to sound like. By the way, we are in the 150s. Let's get some snaps for that, eh? Anyways, back to action. So you don't get to pick when people are ready. All you can do is put yourself on display. Now, I personally choose to be a public figure. I want to be a motivational speaker that speaks in front of thousands at a time. I want hundreds of millions of people to listen to the podcast and buy my books and do all the things. And and that's a lot of fun for me. But that doesn't mean that you putting your heart on display and living out loud and living unleashed doesn't mean you have to have some global dream or million dollar plan, right? It could be living unleashed for your significant other and your children and your family. It could mean doing that in your community or as a teacher in the schools, but being authentic, being real, being human, No more performing or holding up some type of facade, but truly being you and shining brilliantly is your task. 
And I write this in my book, Giving Up, Giving Up the Memoir of a Quitter, how throughout my life, I learned about myself that I am very committed to excellence. I want to do everything to the best of my ability. I'm not interested in half-assing anything. And I know when I am, and it doesn't feel good like internally. So it's not always about the grade or looking good or doing it right. Like for others, it's about knowing I did my best and being able to lay my head on my pillow at night and, and say, I did it today. I went for it. That being said, doing it as a youngster didn't always win me over friendships or um, I got called a brown noser a lot, an overachiever a lot, a ball hog a lot. And while I didn't know how I wasn't learning how to manage my commitment to excellence very well, I certainly did over time. But at a young age, not understanding that commitment to excellence, but just wanting to like always win or be the best or do the best, put me in a competition that I didn't necessarily know I was putting myself in or exactly want to be in. I didn't want to beat my own teammates, but I certainly wanted to be the best all the time. And so it was an interesting contradiction. And when it wasn't working in my favor at certain times of my life, I started to minimize my not my effort, but I would um, be performing at 80% on purpose because I got tired of feeling rejected. Not And not everybody did this, but it was of my own insecurities or perceptions of their reactions to me and such. I felt annoying. I felt like too much. I felt overbearing. Um, I felt like I cared a lot more than others at many times that, that felt unnecessary. And so it caused a little bit of embarrassment. And so I certainly learned to dim my light over time. And then, you know, add in another specific experience is like being as being a female, a powerful alpha female, um, fear of being bossy or bitchy or um, intimidating or off-putting. Like I have certain... Uh, especially in a man's world, like, um, not so well with teaching that tend to happen, like as a powerful PE teacher with teaching boys and asking them to do things of like athletics. Like if I wasn't their male coach, that definitely, I could see it in certain places in my life. And then, um, managing gyms for six years and being in a man's world, a man's corporate world, and being a powerful woman, uh, got a lot of different attitude and being a manager of a gym who facilitates like the front desk and whatnot, that, you know, the attitude of being a powerful woman who would uphold, you know, regulations and rules and boundaries. It's like, oh, who do you think you are? Like, you know, there's a lot of societal stuff and people who even would do it, they don't know why they're doing it. And it's, it's just fascinating. You guys, it, it can be, I'm sure you have many of these examples in your life where you being a powerful human being off put people. And so you learn to back it up or regulate or fabricate whatever to be more digestible for people. Well, the more we've done that over the course of our lives, the more we have dimmed our light, therefore we are not shining. We have put ourselves into boxes. We have uh, dumbed and dimmed to be appropriate or tolerable. And 
that's not going to work out. (laughs) It's not going to work out because it's not inspiring. You very likely feel capped. You very likely feel um, inauthentic and probably resentful for it and unfulfilled. And so I am inviting you, I am calling you to shine. And that will put people off, especially, you know, who's, who that's going to put off other people who are not living their heart unleashed. <laughs> if you come up around me, living your heart unleashed, do you think I'm going to have a judgment of you? I'm going to answer that. No. Right now. Well, let me rephrase because I talk about alchemizing judgment. We are not judgment free human beings right? We get triggered or, or we see something it's, it's in our nature to judge. However, it's not going to be met with a negative reaction or assertion or assumption. Right. And so in fact, I highly encourage people to shine. I love seeing people shine. It literally excites the shit out of me. Like you hear me talking about this, this whole episode. Right. And so it's so important that you allow yourself to shine because those who are shining, it's light begets light. Light begets light, my friends. So please allow yourself to shine. Um, The one last thing I want to say about this is where I see a lot of people getting locked down, I'm going to call it, is um, people have this complaint like nobody understands me or there's nobody like me or um, I'm all alone. Well, I'm going to call you out, Susie and Johnny. You are playing big fish in a small pond. If you feel like everyone's holding you down, then go go be the small fish in a big pond. Go where you're afraid. Go around the people that scare you. A good, for example, is I like I always love being the big fish in the small pond, like being the best at everything or whatever, whatever. And when I went from um, high school basketball, I was one of the tallest. I was I scored a thousand points. I did MVP. I like we won tournaments. And I felt like a little badass, big badass actually. And then I get to college, and I'm pretty sure that I set the record in my college for getting her shots blocked. <laughs> I was a, I was a center forward in high school and I show up five, nine and I'm like, yeah, I'm a center forward. He's like, uh, like hell you are my coach. And, uh, but I still, I was, I didn't know how to dribble. So, cause I was always a post player, but I was the shortest post player you'd ever see in college. And so I was getting my shit handed to me and put right back down my throat. I couldn't get a shot up for a while. <laughs> and so, So I went from being the big fish to the small fish in a very big pond with very big basketball players. And I had to learn how to swim again. And I got faster and I got more finesse and I learned how to get a shot up and I learned how to score some points and I had to learn how to run a little bit quicker and make some better moves. Right. And it increased my game and it increased my maturity, my awareness and my level of like cooperation right? And team. And so as an entrepreneur, I started with um, an MLM with Arbonne. And there I was able to be a big fish in a small pond. I was uh, promoting quickly. I knew how to sell. I could sell thousands of dollars of product a month. I could build a team. I'm a great manager, right? So I knew what I was doing and I was great at it. And then I started to cap out besides the fact, which is a whole nother story I'm not going to get into, but divorce coincided with the time. Like I couldn't like after divorce, I couldn't handle a no 
in, in my business at that point. And so I had to back, I backed up from Arbonne on purpose, but then very quickly after I started building my coaching practice and I had no idea what I was doing, no idea how to be a complete solo entrepreneur and build a whole business from scratch. That was small fish, big pond situation. I started going to networking events by myself with hundreds of people I don't know. I started going to speaking events and throwing myself in front of a bunch of people I didn't know. I wrote a book that like not an author, never planned to be an author. So I started to pave a way because it felt called to, because I wanted to, because I was driven to, not because someone invited me to, right? I was willing to feel small in a really big world and guess what happened, y'all? More finesse, got quicker, got faster, got swifter, more collaboration, more cooperation, more maturity. It all happened because I moved into a space where I could grow. You can't grow if you stay a big fish in a small pond. It's time for you to grow. It's time for you to shine. And it's certainly time for you to live your heart unleashed. So I want to thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast because you know we're turning dreamers into doers. And I'm going to keep inviting you to play a bigger game. And I'm always going to invite you to shine brighter. I love you. Thanks for coming back week after week after week. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.